Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. My name is Andy, and this is the most magical podcast on earth. When I'm not on holiday at Walt Disney World, I'm planning a holiday to Disney. And when I'm not planning a holiday to Disney, I'm talking about Disney with other UK fans like me who make the trip to Orlando and the House of the Mouse. So whether you're a parks professional or a Florida first-timer, this is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll be chatting to other Disney superfans to share memories of their magical times, answering your Walt Disney World questions, getting you all the latest news from the parks, and finding out what's happening right now in Orlando. So get your ears on as we take you to the most magical place on Earth. This is the most magical podcast on Earth. As part of the Secret Recordings Network, our guest April celebrated her birthday at Walt Disney World. So we'll get some birthday tips from April very soon. Uh, And some of your questions coming through on the socials. Don't forget to give us a follow and a like. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Podmagical is where we are. Uh, We did a QA and a on uh, Instagram the other day. Uh, This uh, question came through a couple of times, actually, about the Christmas party, because Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is on. Select nights at the Magic Kingdom. It's a separate ticketed event. You get the parade, you get the fireworks, you get cookies and hot chocolate but you get a hefty price tag i think they're pretty much all sold out now for this year Uh, but it's something like it can be an average of 160 dollars more or less on some nights that's a lot of money for what is well you can get in at four and it goes on till midnight so you're talking what eight hours um is it worth the money it depends what christmas means to you i love the christmas party but last time i went a couple of years ago it was about $100 a ticket, which I, I, then was quite expensive. But also, because it was an after-hours event, it wasn't a, a big party. There wasn't a big capacity. Looking at some of the vlogs from this year, it's busy and it's expensive. So what price do you put on it? Um, if you go in just to get on the rides, I wouldn't bother because you can get on the rides at any time. Um, if you want to meet some exclusive characters, you need to dedicate yourself to do that. If you want to meet Jack and Sally and Sandy Claus, um, th- then you know you need to get in the queue early just to meet them. Uh, it depends what price you put on Christmas. I love the parade. I love the marching soldiers. I love the atmosphere. I love the snow on Main Street. It's very expensive. Uh, but if you're going just for the rides, I'd say no, but I do love it. Any questions? Give me a shout, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Pod Magical. And if you want to be a podcast guest like April, get in touch. On this episode of the podcast, she was very lucky. She went to Walt Disney World over summer. Hello, April. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Are you? I'm good, thanks. So how was your return to the magic? Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't been since... My first trip to Florida, which was 2017, so it felt like a long time coming, really. Yeah, yeah, five, a five-year wait. Were you supposed to go during the pandemic, or was that never on the cards anyway? Uh, we were supposed to go to Paris, yeah. but not Florida. So We Florida. actually um, booked it during lockdown when it first really started, and we thought, oh, we'll treat ourselves to this. What can go wrong? Oh, well, actually, yeah, so I tell a lie, it did get cancelled, because yeah. it was supposed to be last September. Oh, right. So you just moved it a little bit and it was worth the wait, was it? 
Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so tell me, April, why do you love Walt Disney World? I think it's just a feeling that you get when you go there, really. Every time you go, it's different. You can make it a different holiday every time that you go. The House of the Mouse, everyone loves it, don't they? <laughs> Love the House of the Mouse. So who did you go with? Uh, so my most recent trip, I went with my husband and my daughter. Yeah. And also his mum and dad, his brother and his girlfriend. So it was a big group this time. So they'd all been before, but years ago. So I think one of their last trips was the 25th anniversary with the cake castle oh, wow. and stuff um but my daughter's four so it was her first time to walt disney world and how do you go around organizing a disney world trip when you've got a four-year-old because i'm guessing you're quite limited with what you can do and you know with the time differences and you know being up all day in the parks how did you get around that well we just sort of went with the flow really jet lag didn't bother her whatsoever <laughs> <laughs> apparently this is the second time i've been to florida now and it's been go with the flow both times yeah this second time it was mainly go with the flow because we only booked the disney tickets 30 days out so i had no choice <laughs> and well there's not really anything you can do with like fast passes anymore so it's is a case of go with the flow i think these days isn't it yeah yeah well we did we did have genie plus attached to our tickets we quite enjoyed that really but it was more for like dining reservations and yeah. experiences didn't really get to do anything like that so where did you eat how did you get around eating did you was it mostly quick service or did you manage to grab any table restaurants didn't do any table restaurants this time i am guilty of that actually i haven't <laughs> really explored that at all which i'm hoping to completely change when i go next time right okay um, but mainly because we stay in a villa we'll eat off site but lunch while we're at the parks it's just like quick service Bronto Roasters. Oh, ah. in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, that was really nice. <laughs> that is a really nice... There is some really good quick service and people do stress about trying to get all the table reservations, trying to get the restaurant reservations. But actually, a lot of the quick service are, are, are really good and you're saving a little bit of money. And you can eat off kids' menu as well as an adult. Yeah, and especially now they've got the mobile order. feel like you can really have a look at what's on the menu, whereas before you go, you feel a bit under pressure. Yeah. I just have that. <laughs> so did you do mobile ordering for everything? Yeah, and it did. I felt like they were really trying to push that. We went yeah. to Pete Safari in Animal Kingdom, and we mobile ordered that, and we walked straight through, but there was a massive queue going out of the door, you know, to try and come directly in. Yeah. When you got inside, there wasn't really a queue, to be honest. The tables were full, but there wasn't a queue to order anything. So yeah. what do you remember about the first time you went? Obviously, you've just come back from your latest trip. What do you remember about that first visit? It was a January. I think we went on like the 5th of January. So everybody was back at school, back at work, and it was pretty quiet. I think the main thing that brought the crowds was it was marathon weekend or something while we were there yeah first um, weekend in jan yeah but it was it was my birthday while we were there so that's, it was the first time i've actually been on holiday for my birthday so it was a pretty good place to do that <laughs> so how did um, you celebrate your birthday in disney world did the pin badge so yeah. it was our it was actually our second day of the trip and i because i'd never been before i wanted to save magic kingdom for my birthday right yeah which i did um but yeah, it was just, it was really nice. Um, everyone says happy birthday to you. 
Yeah, oh God. <laughs> you kind of get sick of it after a while, don't you, when you've got the badge on. Ah, oh, congratulations, happy birthday, God, thanks. Okay, all right, yeah, no, okay. If I'm not getting a free cake, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not really interested anymore. The novelty's kind of worn off a little <laughs> yeah. bit. Uh, so you said you usually stay off-site as well. Yeah, so we stayed in the villa and both times. First time it was in Clermont. That was nice. It was just me and my husband then. That was pre-children. Um, and then the most recent time we stayed in Champions Gate, in a big villa, which that was really nice. Nice location, I think. And did you hire a car or did you just use Ubers to get around? Yeah, hired a car both times. So the next trip's going to be pretty different for us. Why is that? We're staying on site what? and we're not hiring a car. Not hiring a car. <laughs> so do you, who drives? Is it you or your other half? Uh, other half, he right. drives normally. He likes it. He thinks it's part of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay then. Fair enough. Let him drive you around. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he doesn't mind it. Back with April in a moment. Quick look at some of the news coming over from Walt Disney World over the last few weeks. There's been price increases on annual passes. Annual passes that you still can't buy, but when you can buy them, the prices are going up. There's also going to be price increases on normal day tickets. And it's actually interesting to see, this doesn't really affect us in the UK because we have such a great deal on that 14-day ticket. And when you look at like some of the prices for, say, if you want to go to Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day, it could be like $189 just for the day. So when you think about the price of the 14-day ticket, it's actually quite good value for money. But yes, price increases on the gate at Walt Disney World. Uh, some better news for dining reservations. So previously the reservation cancelled policy uh, you used to have to cancel a reservation 24 hours before the actual reservation uh, that has now been changed to two hours at most Walt Disney World restaurants so do check on that uh, but you won't have to pay any cancellation fees as long as you cancel two hours before and there's going to be somewhere new to eat next year. Uh, Disney has released the concept art for the interior of the cake Bake Shop, a uh, brand new dining location at Disney's Boardwalk Inn, so just where ESPN used to be. There's a new place to get more cakes and sweet treats. Of course there is, because, you know, we don't get enough sugar, do we, when we go to Walt Disney World? Uh, keep up to date with all the news, anything else that changes, uh, and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at PopMagical is where we are. Now, you keep mentioning this next trip. Is it all books? And we, what's going on? All but yeah. we are going Christmas week. This week, this Christmas, Return, this Christmas, yeah. All right, Return so you only got back in summer, Christmas and you're going day. again in a few weeks' time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Talking about making it a completely different trip, I've even got an Excel on the go for this one. Oh, you're you're on it for rest- <laughs> so. Where, which restaurants have you got your eye on this time then? So a lot of the new big ones, Space Two Twenty, yeah, and then we want to do Cinderella's Royal Table, I think, with a little in, yeah. Character breakfast, can't decide between Chef Mickey's or Topolino's. Oh, that's that's a tricky one. I think there's more characters in Chef Mickey's and obviously it's a buffet, whereas Topolino's is quite nice. It is a menu ordering thing, but you can order loads of stuff off the menu, so... Oh, I don't know. That is a that that is a tricky one. I'd say if you've never been to a character one before, Chef Mickey's. But if you've done Chef Mickey's, then I go to Topolino's. Although between the two of them, I think I prefer Topolino's. But I can't sway you in either way, and that's really not helped, does it? I want to keep Topolino's in my back pocket because while we are there in December, I have got a meeting about DVC. Oh wow, you're really going for it, are you? So you're thinking of buying into yeah, Riviera? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Right, this is this is going to be a big commitment. So where are you going to be staying? Pop Century this time. The, the Skyliner is actually what swayed us into wanting to stay on site because yeah. one of the days my daughter was being a bit difficult and we put her in the car with the reservation at Hollywood Studios, but we wanted to go to Epcot. So we drove to Hollywood, got on the Skyliner to Epcot. And I don't know what it was. I was just like, I love this. <laughs> like imagine getting up from your hotel, getting on the Skyliner to go to the parks. I just, yeah, that's the Skyliner did it for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is, unless it's raining and thundering, in which case they'd stop it and you have to get on a bus. But yeah, uh, yeah the Skyliner is very, very handy. So let's talk about some of your favourite things. Let's talk about your favourite attraction. Ride-wise, it'd have to be Tower of Terror. It's the only one where I queue for and you've got butterflies in your stomach. <laughs> I'm not scared of rides, I love them, but there's something that makes you anxious waiting for Tower of Terror. And yeah. then when I'm on it, I just love it. I, nothing, nothing gives you the same feeling as that ride. I think it's because there is nothing like it, is there really? It's not like a ride where it's like a roller coaster. It's just, yeah, that throwing up and down feeling. When I want to say throwing up and down, I mean yeah. throwing up. But I mean, you know what I mean? It's that bouncy <laughs> feeling. There is nothing like it, is there? No, but then Guardians of the Galaxy's probably got to be a close second now. Oh, so which? how many times did you do it on your last trip? Only once. And I am embarrassed to say I didn't know there was more than one song, so I can't even remember what I had. Oh, so you don't know what song it was? I can't remember. Oh, no. I was just, the whole time, I feel like oh, my cheeks were touching my ears. I was grinning that much. It's such a good ride. And of course, if you're going for Christmas and you get on it over Christmas, it's going to be entirely new songs because they're going to do a Christmas overlay. So it's going to be Christmas yeah. songs. So I'll have to book another, another trip again to go back to the original songs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you want to do all six? That's Yeah, definitely. That's, that's for sure. So I'm going to give you your ideal Disney World day, April. You've got the full day to stay where you want and do what you want. It's not your only day, but like in your ideal day, what would you do? So I'd probably do a few things that I've never done before. So I'd probably wake up in Riviera, Skyliner to Hollywood Studios, Tower of Terror, obviously. Obviously. Um, I do like a bit of Aerosmith rock and roller coaster, so I'd do that as well. I would get a frozen margarita from the little door on there. Maybe not in the morning, though. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You're on holiday. As soon as they open at 11. <laughs> and then go over to Star Wars from there. Ride all the rides in Star Wars. Back on the Skyliner. Epcot. Love soaring to do that. Yeah. Didn't get test track in this time, so I'd do that. To be honest, I feel like this is just going between all the parks and just doing all the best rides. <laughs> <laughs> I like rides. Yeah. You've only got one day. When you go to Epcot, which way do you go first to World Showcase? Do you go left to Mexico or do you go right to Canada? I think we go, I think every time I've been, I've gone right <gasps> to Canada. Canada? Well, I, I um, think you're doing it wrong, to be honest. Hello, I, heard, I have heard that. <laughs> and when you're over there, do you venture out of Disney? Do you go anywhere else? Obviously, if you've stayed off site the last few times and you've had a car, where else do you usually go to? We go to the outlets. Um, but to be honest, the last time, I didn't really find it a lot any cheaper at all, really, than at home. It was quite expensive. Yeah. Um, but one of the main things we have to always do is go to NASA. We just we love NASA. Last time oh, we went. Kennedy, yeah. Uh, yeah, we... 
we actually managed to catch a rocket launch when we were there in oh, June. Oh, fantastic, yeah. That was, that was pretty bucket list. How far away busy, is but... that from Orlando? When Because obviously it's on the Space Coast. How long does it take to get over there? Probably about an hour. Yeah. A little bit longer with traffic. I mean, that was another issue we had on this trip. There was um, roadworks on the I-4. So a 20-minute drive from Champions Gate to Disney was 40 minutes. To right, okay. That's taking a chunk out of your day, really, yeah. isn't it? And that is why you're staying on site next time. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to say we're going to the very merry Christmas party. Oh, you got a Christmas. So when do you actually fly out? When do you go? We go on the 17th of December and we fly home on Christmas Eve and arrive home on Christmas Day. Oh, that bit. You're going to be so full of Christmas. You've got to do one thing for me in that time that you're there. When you go to Epcot, it, the Festival of the Holidays will be on. You've got to do the cookie stroll promise me yeah that's do you know what yeah, that is where you go around and you try you do all the cookies there's like five or six that you have to get and you get a little book stamped and when you've got them all you get a bonus cookie at the end of it it's the absolutely. best absolutely my daughter the is best thing looking about forward it. to <laughs> <laughs> well have a great time you've not long to wait really have you christmas no not at all be brilliant lovely talking to you and have a magical day thank you you too like to join me on the podcast next year we're looking for guests in the new year i know already so maybe you're going over christmas new year uh, do give me a shout facebook twitter instagram tiktok at PodMagical. tag us in your pictures as well if you're going then we can share those on some of our stories if you are going it's a busy time over the next couple of weeks uh, because thursday the 24th is thanksgiving so you're going to get big crowds pretty much all of this week uh, and then next weekend then after thanksgiving you've got a little bit of a pre-christmas lull so it's not too bad. Uh, temperatures into the kind of like mid to high 70s, as they say over there. Uh, of course, you've got Christmas kicking in. As we mentioned earlier on, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party is on at Select Nights over at Magic Kingdom. Uh, International Festival of the Holidays at Epcot. That starts with the candlelight processional starts after Thanksgiving. Uh, you've got all the Christmas stuff, Grinchmas, uh, and the Christmas in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter over at Universal as well. Oh, and of course at Epcot you've got the holiday overlay of Guardians of the Galaxy. So rather than getting the six songs that are in rotation, like Conga in September, we're going to get like a Christmas mix on Guardians of the Galaxy. That starts on Thanksgiving right over the Christmas period. And of course, on Disney+, Plus, the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas TV special is on, which I can't wait to see. Uh, the top tip for this episode, uh, this has been a bit of a common theme throughout this podcast, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party we mentioned earlier on. Is it worth it? Mm, yes and no. I didn't really answer that question. Um, well, the Christmas party is on at the minute. Here is a little tip, and I think we have mentioned this before, actually, because, you know, you can see the fireworks from Magic Kingdom over from the Polynesian. If you go over to the beach of the Polynesian when the fireworks are on, you can still see the fireworks and they pipe the music in. However, here's a great tip. Go when there's a party on because the fireworks are even better. Uh, it's a bigger display on the Christmas parties and on the Halloween parties as well. Uh, even bigger for New Year's parties and 4th of July fireworks, but sometimes you have to have a ticket. You have to be staying at the Polynesian to go to the beach during 
big holidays like 4th of July and um, New Year's Eve, so just be aware of that. But if there's a general Christmas party on or a Halloween party on, you've not got a ticket, you want to see the fireworks, you want to experience them, or maybe you've been to the party anyway and you just want to watch them again from somewhere else, head to the Polynesian Beach. They're usually on a little bit later as well, like at 10, 10.30 at night. Or maybe if you're going to make that reservation at uh, California Grill, do it late when there's going to be Christmas Halloween fireworks on because they are even more spectacular from up there as well. You've got to stretch your money and get your values worth, haven't you? Know what's on when. Any top tips you can share with me, do get in touch. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. We've got brand new episodes coming out every other Friday. So tell your friends, give us five stars if you've not done, and subscribe. And until next time, please stand clear of the doors. <laughs>